Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from August the 8th of 1992. It is a huge, monumental episode. Lots of, a lot goes down, and we're going to get into that shortly. Can't wait to talk about it all with Doc and Harper, who's supposed to join us as he's running late. If you're listening to this on YouTube, hit like and subscribe to the channel. It really does help the show grow. And more importantly, when you subscribe and hit like, leave a comment on the YouTube episode letting us know what you hate or love about it. Mostly love. These algorithms like that type of engagement, pal. On that note, I'm going to throw it to Doc, who is here. We're waiting on Hopper. He's supposed to join us. He did confirm via text. What's up, man? How you doing? Living the dream. Living the dream. 2024 is here for real. We're actually catching up to the people. We're in it. Uh, we made it past the holidays. Always important to do. Uh, we got a text from Harper today, and he actually had ideas about the start time. So I, some kind of new year, new me is going on there. I don't want to question it because he's not here right now. Um, but, yeah, I'm blessed. Ready to be a blessing. Um. I can't wait to see how insufferable you are tonight as we talk about the historic uh, things that went on in this episode. And uh, so I'm sure you're ready to get to it. Oh, this is phenomenal stuff that goes down on this week's episode. And, you know, if you heard August 8th at the beginning of the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about in WCW. If you know the history of the of WCW, um, before we get into all of that, it has been several weeks in podcast time for doc and i and hopper that we've recorded an actual episode so gotta take care of some business here first i want to shout out mike l militant bobby michael k cw and jc for either returning as a patron or becoming a new patron and you too michael angel before you email me throwing another fit boss uh you uh you re-upped uh, for the year so thank you sir i don't want to get an email and get blasted so let me say thank you we again get enough to michelangelo heat. we get enough heat as it is i'm gonna talk about that in a minute but so okay we, we yeah. got you we got you covered so y'all don't get mad now <laughs> they're not gonna get mad but uh I'm... and then i want to mention uh shout out to disrespectfully classy marky blassy mike Childry, joe ice and good old justin for the generous support on patreon each and every month and being the largest sponsors of this show thank you very Harper's much for on. your generous support 
on that note um we are going to conference in hopper that way he can flip and do some diving because that's what he kind of likes to do um i'm sure he's going to come in with a story or two want to bet on that doc uh, five bucks he's i got don't know some. it's hard to tell you never oh. don't bet on it you'll lose oh, that's true you'll yeah because then he'll be silent right there he is superstars in the house we can't hear you hopper that's oh, gonna, gonna be one of them days. Mm-hmm. Plug the headset in. Oh, hey, yeah. All right. I had a beauty. We've only been doing this for ten years. Sorry. What's up, man? Sorry. How you doing? It's nothing. Yeah, good I'm Christmas and New Year. When the whole fucking thing. That we're ready, dude. I, right. I talked to the team today and they assured me that we are ready. By the time this airs, the Super Bowl <laughs> will be a week or two away. Jesus. All right, well. Yeah, which one? Next year's? <laughs> okay, so let me address this. It has come to my attention that we have some people that are complaining to Mike about how we run this show. Well, they should. No, they shouldn't. And here's why. We've been working through some significant challenging uh, schedule challenges with some personal issues, some family issues, and trying to keep keep it going because we realize that once you start walking around telling everybody that you got to be we're here, we don't miss the we ain't gonna miss. Yeah, thanks, but Mike. Thanks a lot, Mike. I mean, if you could shape up your life. That'd be helpful for everybody. Right, so we got to play hurt now because we said right, we, that, that we're never going to miss a game. <laughs> Otherwise, we could have been like some other podcasts that come out twice a year. But anyway, um, or, or, or maybe everybody would have preferred us to just fold up shop and do a, a long best of episode. That, that always is, gets a, a right swipe. I've already heard this shit once. Now, we are going to record when we're ready to record, and it'll come out when we say it comes out, and it'll be have on it who we say will be on it, because it's a struggle of epic proportions to get all <laughs> three of us in the same room, digital room to begin with, and here, here's a little preview for next week. Spoiler alert, Harper ain't going to be here next week. Harper oh, didn't no. even know that when I said it. Because uh-uh. he doesn't know that Mike and I have to record on a day where Harper can't make it. Uh-oh. But in order to get Harper for you guys at the Clash, he won't be here next week. Go somewhere else bitch. next But not next Tuesday. In real life, you'll be here. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So don't, yeah, so don't. We'll, we'll catch up with you later on that. So don't plan any extravagant trips or anything for next week. Hey, man. This shit is real hard to do. So if you're a patron, we really appreciate your patronage. Mike and I, uh, in real time, just just recorded something just for y'all. And uh, if you're not and you have opinions, I would say keep them to yourself. Oh. This is stemming from I had people reaching out to me mad that Hopper wasn't on some shows. You see? I'm just like, well... 
next time I'll make sure my wife doesn't have a fairly major surgery and my father-in-law doesn't get terminal cancer. Wow. I, mean, I, I like see, I don't I'm going to complain about my bookings. <laughs> I'm tired of showing up to these goddamn NBA size arenas with my bag and throwing them in the locker room and just walking around here with my thumb up my ass. Here's the thing. There's two things here. <laughs> Everyone involved agrees that the show is better when Harper's here. Let's let's get be very clear about that. And Mike and I really understand that it's a different kind of presentation when it's just he and I. So we'd, if we if all things considered equal, we always want to have the superstar over there in the booth. But logistics sometimes makes that an issue. That's bullshit. I'm going to Conrad. Well, but here... But here's the thing that what Harper, Harper can't be serious. He said he's going to Conrad. <laughs> he can't be serious. At least you get. At least you would uh, have some research given to you, and you wouldn't have to do your own. That oh. anyway. You imagine Harper so, showing up to Conrad show. Yeah, I didn't watch this shit. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. You, you didn't. Did you? Did you read the? The document I sent you with the research? Read what? For what? Why? I didn't get that. This is stupid. All That's I know <laughs> is do you own a rich home? Of course you do. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so here's the thing. If if you are supportive of Mike's lifestyle choice, I mean his recent problems, like like Harper and I have tried to be, then we appreciate your patience. We love you like always. We appreciate, especially if you're a patron, you know we're down with you. And uh, if you have that big of a problem with how we run the ship, then uh, book it, bitch. There you go. We don't have to do this. Now, here's the thing. We do have to do it because we don't want to be out there with our families. (laughs) We come in here to, to, we come in the room that we're doing this in so that we don't have an all-out assault and blitzkrieg on our minds for a couple of hours once a week. <laughs> hey, we're getting closer to real. We're getting closer to real time here, and it will continue to be so. And we'll get trued up at some point, and it'll all make sense. And we'll try to do some patron episodes as that's happening, so that you get a little bit of extra for your, your your dollars. And we 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 love everybody. Don't don't get all upset. All right, Doc, anything else before we get into this monumental, wonderful episode of Saturday Night? Jeez, man, this is a big one. Hold on one second. Harper, do you have any clue about what's about to happen here? Well, I did mention it to him. Stink's going to come down from the the rafters. There you go. Stink's not coming down from the rafters, but okay. Yeah, this is when, 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 when a renegade shows up. The gig is up to be found me. I'm opening up the video version for just give me a second. It's uh taking a little bit of normal. We need to get a producer, somebody who really knows how to work shit. We need you know, a free intern. No that's no, you can't do that. I've had that that's discussion just, before. That's just wrong <laughs> when people when people that's 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 really dirty, man. When the whole that's not people should not be done like that. And, and you, you know get it. Valuable Doc. experience on the digital no. platform and you get to work with three superstars. No. Yeah. No. I mean they get uh, I mean they get class credit for it, right? 
did it right. You get a UNO student, you're giving back to the community. They get some credits. Yeah. They build their portfolio. I don't see what the problem oh here God. is. Build their portfolio. Please shut the fuck up like with that talk. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this episode. Like I said, this is a monumental one. Oh, wait. wait, I got something to bra. Oh, uh, grab your ankles. Walmart, dude, and had to take a shit. And I meant it dumb, I think, bro. And I could hear something. I'm thinking, I, I know I'm the only person in here, right? It's like I could hear water like a toilet flush. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I get out, bro. The floor is just covered in water and literally turds. <laughs> When was this? This was like Friday. And yeah. like, you know how when you go to like a public restroom to get that little manhole cover thing that's like a storm drain? Yeah. That thing was coming up, bro. And this bunch of shit that looked like a, a big black snake, like Shaq's dick was coming out the fucking hole, bro. And it was just, it was totally backed up and it was literally turds and shit and toilet paper come i said i got the fuck out of there i ain't wash my hands i was like exit 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 did you get this poo water on you no no God, it, well, like it was coming it was like the blob it was like i was like ah so it's like I indiana just, jones you like slid out of the bathroom door before the poop got you yeah and then i grabbed my how hat. close were you to the poop it was about three feet away from me Cause you know you can, that's that's bad for your respiratory system too. Yeah, you might, and need, I just, you might need to get a neck brace on and go ask them for some reparations. I should, huh? And I walked out, and they got the Walmart employees like, "Oh, the toilets are backing up," ah. and they got one of the managers like, "Bro, y'all need to check that out. That's in there." And I, I just watched them walk in, and I was like, "Your problem." <laughs> Then imagine some some poor bastard wearing a fucking blue vest had to go in there and deal with that. Man, <laughs> other people other people's poop is a real nasty proposition. Yeah. And, and Mike and I have been parents and changed diapers of our offspring, and that shit's gross. Right. But this was like people. Legit turds, bro. We're just floating. how does where'd they come from? It, he said it was backing up. Yeah, the, the yeah, toilet backing up, up out of the toilet or backing up out no, of the manhole. No, from the manhole cover thing. Well, then so wouldn't it, must it be have been, like a be like grating cheese or something? Uh, it must have been like this. It must have oh, been like the right. So it turdzilla off. popped off the grate. Yes. and it looked like remember when they used to have that that. That fucking Play-Doh, that fucking Play-Doh toy from the '80s when you would—that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, and then, like you would close it and it would, fur, it would. That's what it looked like coming out. Oh God! Yeah, dude, I just got the fuck out of there. <laughs> were you and you were sitting on the toilet when this happened? Yeah, I, I was sitting there because I could hear something. I was like, I know I'm the only person in here. The fuck? Yeah. That that thing. I don't know. Maybe someone came in and I wasn't paying attention. Because I yeah, but at it. that point, are you already mid 
turd or, or yourself? Oh, or, or... I'm done. And I get up okay. and I do my thing. And when I step out the stall, that's when this was all okay. presented to me. Because I would have hated to see Present. you like mid turtle head trying no, to like no, get your no. pants up and run out. And uh, yeah, it was bad, bro. And I would have I would have asked them to like get me like a snack or something for my troubles. Oh God, I wasn't. I just I gotta get the fuck out of here. And then I'm thinking. All right. That's one of your that Mike. That's one of your greatest dangers when you work a shit job. Oh yeah. Literally, is that you got your low man on the totem pole to have to clean that crap up if when it happens. Been there, done that. Man, I would hear somebody. I would hear somebody. Let Harper finish. Okay. Go ahead, Harper. And it was fucked up because these motherfuckers working here all day. So, so fucking, you know they turn the water off, right? So where in the fuck are they going to shit and piss? Because they're stuck in that motherfucker all day long. (laughs) It's not like someone buying a gallon of milk and and some Pampers that's that's in there that they go home. These motherfuckers are stuck in there. So where in the fuck they going to go piss and shit at now? And I, I ate at a Waffle House once with the water main broken. They're like, we don't have any water. And I stayed halfway through my meal before I realized, how are they washing dishes? <laughs> like the fucking, the fucking Dixie plates. <laughs> Bro, I used to, you know, man, back when you worked in fast food, You'd be always on the, I always had one ear to, towards something like, oh, the bathroom's clogged. Cause then I would get as scarce as possible. <laughs> I'm going to go out and clean the parking lot. Wait, you yeah. ain't ever done that. All that for time to get started on it. Yeah. No time like the present. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for that wonderful story about poop. Uh, Mike, August 8th, right? Yeah, uh, six minutes after I was about to start on August the 8th, uh, here we are. Anyway, so this week's episode, it was actually taped July 27th of 92 at Center Stage. This is the second half of the taping from that day. The opening of the show, we see footage from the from Baltimore, Maryland from last Sunday, August the 2nd of 92 of Vader versus Simmons. Obviously, more on that shortly. Uh, I think we know what is coming as a... Vader throws rounds at Simmons' head, and Simmons gives it right back to him, which is great. We'll talk more on that in a minute, though. Jim Ross does break the news immediately as they go to him, saying that Ron Simmons defeated Vader for the WCW World Heavyweight title, and Jake the Snake attacks Sting in Baltimore as well that night, and we'll see footage of Simmons winning the title shortly. Uh, From there... Doc, any thoughts on the announcement at the beginning of the show from the Cowboy and Bill Watt and uh, Jr. Lots of Bill Watts on the first half of this episode, but he—I want to know why he's got tinted sunglasses on right now. Oh, he does. Did they have? Did they have those transitions back then? I don't those know transition what that means. lenses. Those lenses that. Oh, that would go from mean. like yeah, from like tinted to regular. I mean, they still have them. I mean, it's not like they don't have them at all anymore. But I wonder if they had those back then. Because I wonder if that's what we're seeing. And they just haven't, um, they just haven't completely, the the tent hasn't completely gone away. Okay. Well, we're going to see him later in Baltimore, I believe. 
and he's wearing clear glasses. So I was just wondering. I bet you that's what it is. He's probably got those transition lenses. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Overrated. I don't need to You've know. You've never heard of that? Mm-mm. Yeah, they, I, 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 they had them back then because I, I was in high school with a kid that had them. And like he'd go outside and his lenses would darken. And um, I'm like, he'd come back in and to, then they, they'd, they'd fade away. I try not to pay attention to things. Okay, of course you don't, Mr. Observant on everything. All right, well, let's continue. We're going to get more into everything else that they just announced here. Dustin Rhodes is taking on Mark Canterbury in the first match. We do get a pitcher-in-pitcher from Valentine and Slater as the match starts. It's meat and potatoes. Valentine calls he and Slater the original dream team, and that's some hellified hyperbole because, as a reminder, this is 1992, so the original dream team is beating the living shit out of the rest of the basketball world, I believe, as this air. So there's that. Doc... Let me throw to you. Thoughts on uh, the pitcher and pitcher of the match? Oh uh, well, I'm watching. I'm rewatching the last dance with Latrell right now, and just I can echo that. Just as Jordan and the Bulls were slicing through those folks, you see all those people that made up that dream team, and it's ridiculous how that team was constructed and just how dominant they were. Uh, we got yeah, Goldust. Crazy. Yeah, you got Goldust versus Godwin here. It was quick. Canterbury has a look, but he ain't getting much. Dustin's over. I don't get Slater and Valentine. They're both tougher than shoe leather, and I like Dick Slater. I I just I know that Valentine was a mid Atlantic dude early on, but I I just think of him as WWF. Yeah, and that's going to become a bigger problem in the fact that in a vacuum, I like everything that's well. I like a lot of what's going to happen on this show. But a lot of it feels like WWF light. On this show? You got Jake coming in. You got Jesse talking to him. You got oh, gotcha. Valent. And that, but that's okay. I mean, it's not a big deal. They can't all Yeah, be but that's, that's all perspective, dog. I mean, cause it wasn't like Valentine wasn't in the territories before he was WWF. I know. Like Jake wasn't either. So Yeah, but, but I the hear average you. fucking person watching it is like, doesn't. He doesn't think like that. Yeah. No, I got you. And the thing is, where else are you going to get talent from? Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Much longer. Yeah, everything's dying at this point. Right. All right. The power dying. plant. It's or the been, power yeah. plant, bro. Yeah. Okay. So, Jim Ross, we, co- we go to commercial, we come back after Dustin defeats... Canterbury and Jim Ross and Bill Watts are going to throw to footage uh, from Baltimore. And in this footage, they basically explain how we got to where we're going to have Simmons in this title match. So cactus, I'm sorry, rude and Nikita are wrestling cactus ends up attacking Nikita rude hits Nikita with a chair Sting hits the ring and attacks. Um, Sting hits the ring and attacks Rude and Cactus. Sting has Rude pressed over his head for quite a while. The refs are stopping him from throwing Rude, but Sting eventually dumps Rude on Cactus on the outside. The fight continues for a while when Jake Roberts hits the ring and attacks Sting. 
Jake eventually hits Sting with a DDT on a folding chair because, you know, that would make it that much worse. Look at Sting swing that chair at Cactus. The crowd is into this. They're loving it. The it's loud. Into, the crowd is oh, super yeah. into this. Uh, Jake is about to put the snake on Sting. That didn't sound good. Jake oh, is about to put the snake on, on Sting. Uh, but it is what it is. Simmons, the Steiners, and Barry then hit the ring uh, to stop Jake. A lot goes down. I just encapsulated and summarized about six minutes of TV time. But the, the main point of what goes on here is the attack on Sting and the DDT of Sting onto the chair. Doc, while we're still watching it, what thoughts did you have how all this played out? Because I want to go ahead and play this for the video, folks. I mean, what we're watching, I don't want to stop it. Yeah, so you were right. The, the crowd was super into this. I mean, they were they were getting it. And it always, it, it, it's an ongoing discussion point for us that the crowd's into it. We're, you know, we're entertained. Yet this company is being run so ter- <clears throat> so terribly. How hard is it? I'm gonna ask you two super strong guys. How hard is it to hold somebody over your head that long, like Sting did for Rude? He was starting to lose his. He, he was starting to lose his strength. You could tell, well, like towards the end, he was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, that was a long time. Yeah, that was a That's, long fucking time. In military pressing, anything is tough. I mean, there's a reason you can bench more than you can military press. Your your chest is significantly stronger than your shoulders. Right. <laughs> Most people. So yeah, it was not easy. Even Nobody. with help, I mean, Rude's Rude's posting and helping him, yeah. but yeah. still, your muscles can only handle that 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 for so long. So here's the thing, man. I I said earlier WWF light, but Jake was a huge name in 1992. Mm -hmm. He looks like a half. Yeah, he looks like a half between The Undertaker because he's tall from behind and Alice Cooper out there. Uh, Nobody throws the nonchalant DDT better than him, which you would expect. Man, you're going to bring in a top-tier star like Jake the Snake to add to what is already a loaded roster. If he can keep his, you know, nose, his mouth off the crack pipe, I say I'm all for it. I don't... But I ain't getting that snake. I ain't getting that snake put on me. We're not doing that. (laughs) Um, I don't think I'm spoiling anything for most people. Jake's going to be here for... He's not gone next week, but... He he checks himself into uh, I don't know if he checks himself in or he or did it with fr- friends did it for him but he he checks himself into a rehab facility couple months down the line from this maybe I'm trying to make it remind remember how far he makes it into like I think he makes it to Halloween Havoc I think it's sometime in November maybe but Jake Jake's gonna be here for a few months let me let me say it like that but um he's gonna just disappear on one episode <laughs> and. And I think um, I don't think Watts says it. I think Watts says something like he has some personal problems. I'm not sure if he says he checked himself into a rehab center, but um, it's one of his not trying to be funny. Many attempts at rehab coming up, but that's not that's not he, a joke, Mike. Yeah, but he's going disease. to be 
but he's going to be here for a while and I think they're going to do some good things. I don't agree with you at being WWF light. Reason being, my first exposure to Jake was Mid-South. Like, yes, he's a WWF guy after that, but he was Jake the Snake. Ro- I mean, to me, he was Jake Roberts Mid-South and he was pretty damn good there and vicious there. So I, I'm for it, man. I told you, you get more, you can never have too much talent. All right. So from there, I'm going to play this bit of audio. Um, Harper, I knew you just watched it. You didn't hear the audio. Did you have any thoughts on what went down? Sting being injured here. Jake. What are they his... doing? A, 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 Barry Windham had a towel or something. What's he doing with the towel? I don't, I don't really know. Cause it wasn't like the snake bit him or anything. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that was about. Look, Jake, I'll take that DDT, but you keep that fucking snake <laughs> off. <the makeup. laughs> Let's listen to Bill Watts. He's going to give an update now on Sting's injury. And hey, we make fun of Watts, but I thought Watts directed traffic here and kept things afloat pretty well. Tremendous. Here it is. Unprovoked attack by Jake the Snake Roberts, in my estimation, was designed to end Sting's career. Luckily, that did not happen. We are very lucky. You know, when a guy like Sting or any other of our professional athletes are injured, we want to find out just how bad that injury is. And you take the precautions because that was a neck injury. And so you make sure that he's carried out in the proper manner to not add or aggravate or make the injury worse. And I think WCW had handled everything up to that point very well. The officials were on the scene. They were trying to restore order. But there was a wild card in the deck, something nobody could have ever anticipated. Jake the Snake and his appearance. And, of course, Sting is all right comparatively all pro athletes go with pain you as bobby lane the great hall of fame quarterback said you got to play with pain in the nfl in any major sport you go out. an ordinary person can take time off from their job but an athlete goes and sting is back and he's going but the sad thing is that cost him his rematch with big van vader but there would be a championship matchup we'll show you how that came about right after this timeout all right. Hey, we make so, we make fun of a lot of things that aren't airtight, but they just worked real hard to seal up all those loose ends right there. Yeah, for in, real. In the coming in the coming segment, this is the type of stuff that Watts is great at. A hundred percent, hundred percent. This is this is what I was saying. Like when we've talked about it on this show and being critical of him. I'm like, people are going to say, Michael, you're being critical of him. You weren't critical of him in mid South. It's because of that little one minute right there that you just heard why I wasn't critical of him in mid South as much because we needed more of that from him and not him filibustering on commentary with Jr. It just, that's what we need. Let me explain. So let me, let me try this. I would argue that what he just did and what he's about to do, works in any era it's the things he tried to do that didn't translate that were the problem well said so let's play that now because this i think is even better because of the announcement he makes and it makes total sense you paid to see a world title match Mm. i can't cheat you so here it is watch back with you and as Big Van Vader thought perhaps he may have the night off for the World's Heavyweight Championship because Sting would be unable to compete thanks to Jake the Snake Roberts, Cowboy Bill Watts went to the ring and made a major announcement. Well, Jim, when I came here, I said the first thing we have to do is rebuild our credibility with our fans. 
that our fans are the most important aspect of our wrestling business because they pay their hard-earned money to come and they deserve to get what they paid for. And they had paid for a world's title bout. So with the situation that happened, I thought it was as fair as we could take it. We had seven to start with. We had ended up with eight guys that put their name in, a, in, a, in, in the bag and it was drawn randomly and it was Ron Simmons. Certainly Harley Race and Big Van Vader have an excuse. Everybody needs an excuse, don't they? When you're a world's champion, that means you're a world's champion. You've got to be ready to take on anybody and everybody, anywhere. But I'll say one thing. Baltimore, you got it because we believe that the fans are important and we gave them the title match. Fans, let's go back to Baltimore and see exactly how the drawing transpired. Okay, do you want to watch this part too, Doc, because I was going to let it play, or do you want to just speak to what he just said? I think the first part's important. Then when they all come out, you can kind of, I mean, Watts is, Watts is earning his check here. All right, so I'm going to play this part, and then when they start coming out, we can talk through that. Let here me tell is. you this. I'm going to say this when they come out now. Van Hammer ain't top seven, but that's a different story. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can talk about that part. Cause, but here, he, yeah, that, that, that part is just like, what are we doing? All right, I'm going to play part of it. Um, Doc, if I'm, going to, if I'm letting it play too long, just, uh, just yell, all right, that's enough. <laughs> here it is. That's enough. Ladies and gentlemen, with a very important announcement, I introduce the Executive Vice President for Wrestling Operations in World Championship Wrestling, Cowboy Bill Watts. I understand there's an important announcement. Thank you, Gary. You know, there's, I'm sure it'll take some time to get to the bottom of all this. I've been in this business too long to where everything just comes out on the surfaces as it originally looks. However, I want to say one thing to everybody here in Baltimore. You paid to see a world's title match. And by golly, you're going to have one. What we've done, what we've done, we've got seven top contenders. And we're going to bring them out here and we're going to have a drawing. They're going to put their names in this sack and we're going to have a drawing. We want to get all the names in the sack, and then, Gary, we're going to let you draw. And whoever you draw out of that sack is going to wrestle Big Van Vader for the world's title here tonight. But Gary, we're going to have you make the drawing. All right, I think that's enough. So some of the guys that are out there for, you know, if you're, um, if you're watching on the video version, you can see it. But we got Van Hammer. Spivey, Wyndham, Dustin Rhodes, Cactus, Barbarian, Rick Rude. Um, so we got we got pretty much some heavy hitters with the exception of Van Hammer. And I don't and even Spivey. know if it's Spivey either. Um, yeah, that's Frank. They the names go into the paper sack with the uh child molester that Ooh, needs I was his, waiting for that. Yeah, Grizzly is out there with the with the. Oh shit! You notice him? Yeah, there he is. Whoa! There we go. We got Deep State Hopper in the house. That'll work for us. Um, that's okay. You're good. You're good. It sounds great. the The names are picked, and of course, if you, this is thirty years ago now. We get Ron Simmons. He's picked. Very deserving. Uh, this all makes sense. Any thoughts, Doc? Again. The only thing that I would have said that would have made it any better, and these we're picking nits here, 
is if Vader comes out and is laughing because he cuts a promo like I don't have to work tonight. I'm going to head on back to the to the Mastodon cave, and uh, Javorski won out. And Watts comes out and says, "Not so fast, my friend." And had okay. yeah. Vader out there pitching a fit while it, it gets done. But uh, that's a small nit. It didn't. That wouldn't. This was fine. I thought it was really good that Rude comes out and says, "Now wait a goddamn minute. I'm the U.S. title holder." I should be in that but in that bag and Watts is like, well shit, you're right. Okay, I'll give you that Vader. That 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 would have been something to see that. Yeah. The only thing if I was a kid watching this, I, I would think, well, who was number three then? Or, or the next you know? Yeah. If the number one rank uh team can't play, you put it number two, right? Would you really think like that though if you were a kid? Mm. You if probably I, if wouldn't. I was, if I was Riccaboni sized, I wouldn't have thought anything about it. That little that, run that, that's probably nice. three years old and watching this. And I know he's listening no, right now. Ian was probably six or so around this point. He ain't thinking about who's number three. He's like, look at all those stars in the ring. One of my heroes is going to get a chance at the title. Yeah. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I know, think you're questioning that. Fine. This was fine. It makes sense, right. huh? And it's so simple. It's so simple. simple. It's so simple. And he sounds so like simple. he really means what he's saying, like he's real and not a gimmick. Bill Watts. That, that's the that's the good stuff. The doc said it before we went into the segment. That's the good stuff that Watts could bring. Yeah. Like this is today, the stuff today, then, yep. now, and forever. How about that? <laughs> there you go with the, t- <laughs> the tagline. The, hey, All right. the, basics, the basics are the basics, and they never go out of style. Just no. like personal issues draw money, he put this, he made this thing get airtight real fast, and these people are sitting there. Because you got to remember, the people in the building just watched Sting get destroyed, and they're like, well, shit, we, we came here to see Sting wrestle, so now what the fuck? And he the, took care yeah. of it. They took him on a roller coaster ride. I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit that statement in a second after we watch this all. Took Ron me Simmons on a roller coaster has, ride, and I knew what was gonna happen. Ron Simmons now has something to say uh, on the mic after being chosen. So I'm gonna play that bit of audio, and then we're gonna then we're gonna uh, fast forward to the to the highlights and the finish of Simmons versus Vader. We'll give you some time to get ready, and then you're gonna wrestle Vader for the world's title. You know how long I've waited for this. If it's going down, let's get it over with. So Ron Simmons is the lucky man. He's designated to take on Big Van Vader. Billy didn't want to wait. He was ready to get it on right then. That's right. That's what every athlete should be. You don't have to wait. You don't have to make an appointment a month down the line. You don't have to go, I got to get in shape. You're supposed to be in shape. And I'll say one thing. Harley was griping, but Big Van Vader didn't back off an inch. And he pummeled and punished and made... Simmons pay a tremendous price. Simmons had to wonder what he was into. He was tested to the max, and we don't have time for the whole event, but we're going to show you the closing moments. But it was a greatest victory. People in Baltimore were so excited. Our crew was excited, our camera crew, the announcers. I've never seen such an electrifying event. That's wrestling. That's living. That's the way it ought to be. Fans, let's go see how Ron Simmons made history. 
All right, so Man, they cut said, that's to high- living. That's that shit like Straw Saint Redemption. If you ain't living, you're dying, bro. <laughs> this shit's important. Dude, you know how Harper said a second ago, you you can believe it. Like Watts here is being real. There's nothing fake and phony about There's the way he says it. There's nothing that says fake professional wrestling about what he just did. Yeah, and, and the other thing he said, something, he said something else real true too. You're a professional athlete. Be ready. Mm-hmm. It don't it don't take all night. The the thing that got me too was Bill Watts sees money in Ron Simmons. So that makes it even that much easier to sell. Now you can argue why that is all you want, but we're here. Right. All right. So I'm going to, doc, did you have anything from the highlights? I am going to play the audio of about a minute and a half when the finish happens, because I think it's important to catch how that all sounds and goes down. Man, all I you want any- you to do is, as it's happening, Watch the brother on the front row on the hard cam oh, side yeah, in blue. Dude. In blue. Mm-hmm. I've seen this right. kid a million times. Here it is. Let's watch it if you're on Patreon and listen if you're hearing the audio. By the way, you can be a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT if you want to watch it with us. Here it is. Champion in control here. Vader's bomb. This would be all. And Simmons And Vader's got him up. Boy went over his back. Got agility by Simmons. And Simmons, he got him in a power slam. He got him in a power slam. He's got, he got it. Simmons got it. Simmons has won the match. Simmons is a champion. Simmons has won the world title. Isn't that correct? Dude, they're going nuts. They do seem to I mean, be happy. Like, they, you know what I love about this? They made it a big deal. It. Okay, you don't have to be an asshole. <laughs> they made it. They made it. They made it a big deal. It comes off as a big deal. It's all great. Dusty eventually comes in the ring. He hugs Ron. I mean, this this is like this is how you do it. And I always liked it when the babyface won a title that everybody came down to celebrate with him. Yeah. Or, I'm, uh, dude, I'm thinking, fuck, you don't have any black friends? What? Well, I mean. Why is Van Hammer? But you know he don't hang out with Van Hammer, bro. With genius. Well, come on. The, the, it's, I mean, Harper. I know. You know it, just looks, it just looks like. Hey, we're in the business of good and evil, not black and white. Okay. Give me a top black baby face besides Ron Simmons, Ron Simmons right now. Ron Simmons. Yeah. That's, that's why, I mean, unless you Ranger want Ross to send, hold on. I don't know, but they should have said, wait, Come wait, on. Can, can you, hold on. I got one for y'all. Can you imagine Harper's comment if they would have sent Johnny B. Bad out there? Come on. That would have been great. That was would have been great. Where was well, well, well yeah, that was going to be my comment. 
JYD is around. We're going to see him shortly. JYD is not out there. Now, I'd have to look. I don't know if he was on the card that night. I think he was, to be honest with you, but I'd have to look. I can't remember. But, I mean, you act like there's a million black baby faces that they could send out there to celebrate with him, Harper. There should be. They should be, God damn it. Well, Tommy has some change around here. You can see, why are you being an ass? Seriously? We are trying to celebrate history, and you've got yeah. Harper being a clown. Yeah, well, you two. What? What did I do? But they should have sent Johnny B. Bad out there so Harper could have made some ridiculous comment. What? All right. Well, nothing. You just should have been like, oh, look, it's good they sent another brother out there to celebrate with Ron. For real. Somebody. Johnny B. Bad is not. Ron Simmons is not well we know that all right yeah let's but there's continue. people that like mike that are saying i can't believe mike deals with those two crackers every week so i mean right. you never know. let's true. let's continue ron simmons is going to cut a promo he is with tony shivani here it is this is quite a moment standing with the new world heavyweight champion ron simmons ron it was quite a match and you talked about your dream. You and I, not too long ago, talked about your dream to become world heavyweight champion, finally realizing the dream. Tony, this has been something that I've dreamed about since I've been involved in this sport. I think this has been the best moment of my life was when I won this heavyweight title belt. I can't explain, I can't tell the people, I can't tell you what a feeling it is. And it still hasn't sank in yet. But I do know this, I am standing here holding this belt, so it must be true. You know, people talk so much about the luck of the draw. You got the draw that night. Maybe it was the luck of the draw but certainly that match was one that you really earned it's just like everyone that dropped their ticket in that hat it's like a lottery it's just a one in a billion chance that it would happen and when my opportunity came i was just praying that i was prepared for it and i was i took advantage of it and here i stand a heavyweight champion of the world talking about preparation and being a great football player that you were now the preparation is to defend the world heavyweight title and certainly big van vader the former world heavyweight champion has the rematch, I'm sure. Well, listen, the man had the belt around his waist. He knows what it feels like. I now know what it feels like. And in order for him to get this back, Tony, I promise you he will have to drain every drop of blood out of my body because this has been something, this is a dream for every man in this sport to stand here now and be the world's heavyweight champion. This, hey. I can't put it in words, man. This is just emotion. I am telling you, this is a dream come true. And I am very proud to be standing here representing the people as the heavyweight champion. Very sincere comments from Ron Simmons, but one thing about it, he can't rest on his laurels. The rematch has already been signed with Big Van Vader. With the intensity in the WCW, nobody can rest on their laurels. But you're right. The champion or ex-champion has a mandatory rematch. That's going to be a war because you got Harley Race, and he will be focused, and he will be focused on Ron Simmons. I want to say one other thing, Jim. We have a lot of investigating to do about this incident and the attack on Sting. We're not through with it, but I'll guarantee you one thing. We know of the first battle that's upcoming will be Ron Simmons against Big Van Vader. Fans, later in the program, Jesse the Body Ventura will be speaking with Jake the Snake Roberts. We'll have that and more right after this timeout. All right, so real quick. So can Doc. I do something? Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. So, a couple of things I liked. Nowhere did we mention that Ron was black, which is awesome, because it made him seem bigger than just a black champion. He's the champion. He's everybody's champion. He said, this is a, 
a model for all wrestlers, not people that look like me. So I like that piece a lot. Um, you know, in my role in DEI um, work. Why are you being? See, <laughs> people, you can't. You, mean, you can't. You just worked. You, you here's what you just did. <laughs> you triggered both sides that don't realize it's a joke. And you knew no, what really, you were doing, they and that's put, why you did it. They didn't put training wheels on him by making him be the black champion. He's the champion, and that's important. Now, the other thing here, and let's put this picture in the frame, is that we've elevated Ron Simmons to world champion. You've got an angry-ass Vader. You split off Sting, who's now hurt, and it needs vengeance with a Jake the Snake, who is a main event talent. And oh, by the way, we still got Rick Rude and Arn Anderson and Steve Austin and all this other, all these other wildly talented people over here. And you did it in a way that was airtight. And we still can't draw any money. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, huh? I don't know, man. Watts is making cuts so he can. That might be why we can't draw any money. It's all going to Watts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being funny at the same time. I'm just trying to make a joke, y'all. Being serious, but whatever. Okay. So Watts says they need to investigate what happened to Sting. Here's something interesting. I did look up something. Sting wrestled Vader. Um, he wrestled Vader. Where was it? August 7th. 1992 so this was taped this is Aaron in the eighth but he did wrestle him so they did wrestle a few times um sting did that is what i'm saying so you know like sting did get some matches with vader i don't i don't want it to make it seem like they like there was nothing does that make sense Mm -hmm. all right um now for now ron is gonna have to at some point give vader a rematch but there's that um i'm with doc harper you got any thoughts this was airtight to me yeah this was it, it, it it's simple and why is it so the, hard where's the sound drop ain't that hard guys hi, guy, yeah. building a rocket and your cockies yeah. <laughs> cockies my cockies yeah yeah all right well we go from some We've been talking about that for probably about 30 minutes. We go from some greatness right there with Simmons and everything that went down to um, things might uh, slow down on the card a little bit here tonight. Dan Spivey this is, is taking they, on. This is where they let us up a bit. <laughs> yeah, they did. Let, they they really going to let us up. Dan Spivey takes on Randy Stallings. Um, Spivey makes some comments about going after Simmons' title, which I just can't take serious. Doc, big baby, huh? Uh, well, I, I'm glad you said that. What are your thoughts on this Randy Stalling fellow? Looks like a big baby. Like he's like, a, thought, a, a, like, like he looks like he's eight. My thought was is that I would like to see his driver's license to make sure he's old enough to be in that ring. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I can't add anything to it. I don't know how to describe him. He's a funny looking fellow. Yeah, he's he rather young, huh? He, he's frumpy looking to me. With that bowl haircut? I don't know. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. 
Anyway, uh, Spivey is obviously going to win, Doc. Any thoughts? Not really. Yeah, me either. It just... Uh... But, you know, you got a two-hour show. You got to fill it with something, right? Got to do something, man. Yeah. Well, coming out of that match, we go to commercial and come back, and here's where... I I really got angry and I need y'all to bear with me because I got I got some detailed notes from this. So you got the big cat, Mr. Hughes, and the junkyard dog who are a tag team versus Chris Sullivan and James Motes, a couple of enhancement talents. So Mr. Hughes is now the big cat again. They're teaming him up with JYD and they put him in this in like matching red tights. Um, in the previous match, JYD, I'm sorry, JR on commentary mentioned it's the team of the cat and dog. And I'm just thinking to myself, this company, after what we just saw, this company, this is a Watts thing. And I'm not trying to say that Mr. Hughes in the dress pants, shirt and tie suspenders was the next WCW world champion. But it this is really what you want to do with this man. You want to put him with a washed up JYD to tag with. So, you know, there's a double lariat and then the big cat drops an elbow on Moats and JYD and Hughes win. This is dumb. And I really feel bad for Mr. Hughes. He deserves so much better than this. And when we listen to Mr. Hughes talk on Briscoe and Bradshaw, he pretty much said this was whatever in the end of him and WCW. They they just did some weird, stupid stuff. Um, also with these two. So here's doc. I kind of threw this out at you and I wanted, this is what I want to read now from the history of WWE.com to you. So they did some really weird stuff during the great American bash tour with these two in July, where on July 1st of 92 in Macon, Georgia, Dustin Rhodes pinned Greg Valentine. But after the match, Dustin was attacked by Terry Taylor and Mr. Hughes until junkyard dog made the save. JYD uh, broke Hughes's glasses during the brawl following a headbutt and Hughes was taken out on a stretcher because he got quote unquote glass in his eye. Then on July 6th in center stage during a WCW pro taping that aired only seven days before this JYD defeated Vinny Vegas via DQ when DDP interfered Mr. Hughes made the save for JYD and he and Hughes hugged. So they set up these two to be a team when just a few weeks earlier, they got into a brawl and JYD headbutt him and he quote unquote had glass in his eye and was stretchered out that this is how dumb and weak the booking was of these two during this era. It, Can I say something? And it's a waste of hues. Yes, please. Well, I, I don't disagree with the 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 booking, but they did give a promo a few weeks ago where JYD talked talked about that and said he was beating up Hughes until the man's eye almost got knocked out, and he has a family, so he he's got to respect that, and he felt bad about it. So they did something. I'm not saying it was good. So Mr. Hughes, upon no, having his eye I'm damage, I'm not defending it, bro. I'm not, no, 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 I, my, no. My I know you're not. Poor Mr. Hughes. <laughs> I know you're not defending it, but to the point you made, I'm glad you brought that up because we did we did talk about that. So to the point you made, 
Mr. Hughes just forgives JYD and is now going to be tag team partners with him in the Cat Dog Express. They did something. I didn't say it was the right something. I, I no, I'm with you. It's just yeah, this is bad, bro. Do, do do you remember when the big cat came in and how yeah. we were like, we don't like this. It's dumb. Right. And then they made him Mr. Hughes, and we were like, oh my oh, god, hey. this dude is a bumping machine. He's fantastic. Well, yeah. let's just rip the cape off of him and put him back in this gimmick. And Harper, if you think that's bad, wait till what's next. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. This is bad. Well, Van Hammer, heavy metal Van Hammer, is taking on literally our friend who's now gone, Tracy Smothers. So we go from bad to worse, and we're going to put Tracy Smothers out there to put over Van Hammer. This Jay Brown. This Whatever show happened with... to the other uh, guitar dude? The Southern something Southern. Rick, are you talking about Rick Boogs? Whatever his name was. <laughs> no. He's talking about JT Jay... Southern. I know. <laughs> Everything what, was airtight, brother. That's what, what happened. happened. He, got he was with Raven. Cinderella? No, he was <laughs> with Raven. Oh, he got Cinderella. <laughs> All right, whatever, bro. Um, hammer Man, gets the hammer Tracy's rock suplex. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. I. Jimmy. I got an idea I have notes for you. There. I have notes for you, Doc, about Tracy. When you say Tracy's close. So, wrong guy won, obviously, when Hammer wins. And I don't remember if we talked about this shirt or not. I feel like we did, but I don't know. Tracy's last match in WCW is going to be August the 25th in Dothan, Alabama. It is a worldwide taping. It won't air until September 19th. That match is Johnny B. Bad and Marcus Alexander Bagwell defeating Tracy Smothers and Bob Cook when Bob Cook was pinned. So he is just a couple weeks away at this point um, of being done in terms of working. The match will air on the 19th of September. Um, so maybe we should just go do Smoky Mountain and talk about Tracy there, right? Okay. <laughs> Somebody needs All to right. cover that promotion. Any thoughts no. On this match, besides Tracy getting screwed here? No. You know how hard it is to watch this and knowing how good Tracy is and how bad Van Hammer is and to think this dude had to I'm put this guy aware over? aware of how hard it was to watch this match. Did it, it, did it get any sort of fast forward from you at all? Uh, here's my exact notes. Poor Tracy, get to SMW fast, FF. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll continue then. In the next match, Greg Valentine and Dick Slater versus the Italian Stallion and Ian Weston. We get another pitcher-in-pitcher promo from Slater and Valentine. This time, they're talking about Dustin Rhodes. So this is the moment in the show where I was like, wait, that pitcher-in-pitcher earlier when Dustin Rhodes was having a match, they should have aired this pitcher-in-pitcher then, and they should have aired the Dream Team one here. Not that it really mattered in the grand scheme of things, but that's what I thought as they played this picture in picture here. 
with him talking about Dustin. Other than that, I got no notes on the match. They're going to win. Um, somebody called Italian Stallion the world spaghetti eating champion. I'm not sure if it was the announcer or Jim Ross. I didn't have that note, but that's okay. real classy. Um, I like the idea of Valentine and Slater, but the, God, they need something to do. Yeah, for real, huh? Uh, eat something, and this ain't it. Right. Like, yeah, this ain't it. Well, right. they win, and that's all I got. Okay. Um, from there, I guess things get a little bit better because – this promo from Jake Roberts is something. And uh, Boy, it we, is. Need to, we need to play it and discuss it. Here's Jake Roberts. UCW Saturday night. Jim Ross back with you. At this point in time, I'd like for you to listen to some comments made earlier this week with Jesse the Body Ventura and Jake the Snake Roberts. Why did Jake the Snake Roberts return to WCW? More importantly, why did he assault the Stinger? Perhaps Jesse the Body Ventura could get to the bottom of this situation. This is a very, very unique conversation. Listen very closely. You know, everybody thinks and everybody knows that Jesse the Body Ventura is slightly partial towards reptiles. And we all know that the holiday season generally comes in the winter time. But not so for Jesse the Body this time. The holiday has arrived in the middle of the red hot summer. And the holiday to me is the arrival of one of my favorite reptiles, Jake the Snake Roberts. That's very kind words, Jesse. You know, I'm getting a lot of flack. Everybody wants to point a finger and say, why could you do that? How did you do that? Why did you do that? Why did you get Cactus Jack involved? Well, let me tell you this. Nobody points a finger at the brave hunter that goes out and sits in a deer stand, drops a little salt around the tree. Then when the dumb deer comes prancing up there, he, he points that gun right down there and blows his brains out. Nobody points a finger at him. And that's all I've done. I baited a hook so the fish would chew, and that's exactly what he did. He looked good, though, didn't he? He came down there and just kicked up on everybody going to be a star. Let me tell you something. The reason I did this is because when I was brought into this world, there were people standing over me just like you stand over the children today and telling them that they can get a shot at life. All they got to do is say their prayers, eat their vitamins, and train and be a good little boy. Well, that man that stood over me was my father. Thanks a lot, Dad. You didn't tell the kids you got to fight for every bit of it, did you? You want to stand there and let them follow you down this little garden path, man, to where? Tell the kids in L.A. it's a free world. It's easy. Tell the kids in the ghettos it's easy, Sting. It's your cross to bear. When I hung that cross over you, Sting, I'm telling you it's yours to bear. You walk with it a while. I'm tired. I'm tired of standing up trying to do the right thing because there is no right thing. The right thing to do in life, and you well know it, is survival. You know what I loved about it? I love the tears. I love the crying of all the little stingers out there. They're crying and they're complaining because Jake the Snake has arrived. And Sting, you felt the brunt of it. And I don't think, Sting, you're ever going to survive from this one because you've never met a reptile like this man. I will do anything and everything. Expect the unexpected from the snake. Why do I wear this glove? For my own protection. These days you need protection, man. Whether it's a gun in a pocket, 
or whatever it takes. You gotta be protected at all times. Sting, you just had a little taste, and believe me, brother, I've got a thirst that cannot be quenched and a hunger that will not be satisfied. I am gonna make your life one living hell. I hope you're watching out there, Sting, because the message is crystal clear to you, and it's coming down in the form of a snake. And Jake Roberts might have been a colossal screw-up, but God damn, that was a promo and a half. That was fucking beautiful. Play it again. No, but that might be the best thing that's ever aired on this show that won't win the Rolex. Mm. How great. When he said nobody points a finger at the brave hunter when he blows the brains, the deer's brains out, I baited the hook so the fish would chew. He's like... I mean, like, damn, he painted a hell of a picture. Yeah. Dude, when he started talking about Hulk Hogan's tagline and then thanks, Dad, when Dad's the an agent right. in the... Bruh. And he spit. That's the thing. He's like, thanks, Dad, and he spits. And then you know, like, that's even more impactful now because, like, we know yeah. the story. Than it yeah. was then, so we're probably giving it even more credit. But that that was phenomenal. He spit fire on that, and here's the thing: what do you do? I mean, this is like Flair and Steamboat on steroids, where one guy can talk and he he can talk, and Sting can't. Yeah, Sting can't go promo for promo with Jake. No, nah, ain't even close. I've got a I've got a what is it? A thirst that's unquenchable and an appetite that's insatiable or something? Yeah. Jesus. There he is said, no right. He said there is no right thing. I'm this tired of standing up and trying to I'm tired of I'm tired of standing up and trying to do the right thing in life. There is Did no you, right you thing. Carry. The right thing is survival. You carry it. Jesus talking about he he referenced the the riot in LA You're right. That might be the best promo that doesn't get a Rolex. So we we went <laughs> We had a hell of a story right there. They took us on a roller coaster ride with Simmons. We come down off of that in some blah nonsense. And then we get Jake cutting a just phenomenal promo. Mm-hmm. From there, we go to Barbarian versus Tommy Angel, and Barbarian pretty much beats Tommy Angel pretty quickly, uh, gives him a big boot. Doc, did you have anything from it? Only that Tommy Angel must have a court date coming up because he got that mullet cut off, and he looks like a grown-up. I thought he looked looked different. Yeah. He like a school teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He got like, the shoot job said, look, you need to cut that shit on the back. We then go to Terry Gordy. Uh, Dr. Death and Pauly Dangerously. Uh, it's. Did you have anything from it, Doc? I don't like this. I think it's goofy. I like everybody involved with this, but it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know what they were looking to accomplish. Um, Dr. See. Death says something. When we come back from Japan, we don't want the Steiners around. He's making it, you know, talking about going to Japan, and he wants the Steiners done. And Pauly threatens to beat the Steiners out of WCW. I guess the it Dangerous like, Alliance is gone. No, they're, they're technically they're not gone. They're 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 the end of the date. 
it's weird. They're going to go on for months. They're still going to be called the Dangerous Alliance, but there's not, to me, from what I remember, it's not like an emphasis on the Dangerous Alliance, but Paul Lee is still the leader. Like, there's not the, the formal breakup. I mean, Larry Zabisco is gone, but the quote-unquote, like, entire formal breakup of the Dangerous Alliance is not happening around this time. So Paul Lee eventually is going to get into it with Rick Rude and Medusa, but... But Dr. Yeah, this Death is, and, and Terry Bam Bam Gordy aren't part of the Dangerous Alliance, right? They're they're paying some money so that Arn and Bobby can help take out the Steiners. Oh. Uh, yeah. They're it's okay. it's, that's like... That's why Doc said it's goofy. You're like yeah. mercenaries or whatever? Kind of. Yeah. And that's why Doc is saying this is goofy. Okay. All right. From there... The main event of the show that we go to next is going to be Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton versus Larry Zabisco and Brian Pillman. The top rope rule has been waived for this match. Jim Ross even says, call the hotline and let us know if you want the top rope rule rescinded, <laughs> which I'm as soon as I heard that, I'm like, yeah, call the hotline. They'll charge it. They'll, they'll change it after they charge a few thousand people to nine a minute. I love the carniness. Come spend your money so you can call up and tell us that, you know, we should get rid of this. <laughs> when nowadays they would just blow up their social media. Right. <laughs> kind of makes kind of makes the hotline seem cool. Yeah. But imagine if every time you tweeted your favorite uh, wrestling organization back then, they charged you $1.99. I wouldn't have social media. Right. <laughs> I could barely tolerate it now for free. Right. Thank you. Oh, man. Bruh, anyway, but, Doc. But, oh, go ahead, Hopper. How many people you think would still pay if, they, if it was like a subscription service like Netflix or Hulu? to be on Facebook or Instagram? I can't answer that because I can't get into that mind. I don't know. Yeah. I will say this. When you say how many people would pay, I think it really depends how much. Because I could see for, for people running a business because right. so much is linked towards social media. You, if you run a business, like like I would expect, I wouldn't expect Wildcat to say, "Screw it, we can't do this. We're not going to have our Facebook page when there's fifteen thousand people on there that follow it." Yeah. Like in our Facebook page, it's got like thirty five thousand people that follow it. So, God like, damn, We're I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So that this is my point. I think as a person, like as a, just for personal reasons, I, I don't know if I, I no. But for business reasons, if you have a legitimate business reason, then I could see you wanting, you know. Plus, you can expense it as a business, like you know, it's a, it's a business expense, and I could see that. But then it would be how much? Because if somebody was like, "Well, it's gonna be nineteen ninety nine," I'd be like, "Well, you can nineteen ninety nine your ass down the street." But if you say three ninety nine, four ninety nine, like I could, you know, yeah, I could see that as a business but, but, but I still wouldn't pay that. Cause like, 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 um, Twitter, 
for you to have not for you to have business Twitter, but for you to have a business verified account on Twitter, it's a thousand bucks a month. Wait, what? You heard me right. A thousand dollars. If you want the the these businesses, they know they don't have a blue check. They have a gold one. That's that. That means you have a business. It is a thousand bucks a month to have a business verified account on Twitter. So what's the point of doing that? Well, you don't because you don't want people like fraudulent, fraudulently pretending to be your business. Oh, so like someone else can't just start a book in a territory Twitter. It's they could. That it's, that it's Mike Mills. Right. Okay. In no way. So. I'm with Doc. I'm not paying for nothing. But I do see how for business reasons you might you might want to have a, an account on Facebook. Yeah. Like it just makes sense. I like I said, I wouldn't expect Wildcat. I, heck, I, I don't I wouldn't want to shut down the BTT one. I mean, it's got thirty five thousand people on it. I no. So I don't I don't think I could just not have it. But but again, it depends on money too. Because Doc, I'm a cheap bastard. We're all three are cheap. I'm not spending a lot of money on that. Nope, yeah, it I cheat and I got shit to do. Yeah, social media reminds me of the floor Harper saw turds floating on earlier. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right, Doc. Um, so here we go. Main event. Um, Arn, Bobby, Larry versus Larry Zabisco and Brian Pillman. They give him a lot of time to kind of work, tell a story. Larry's in there, so they're gonna they're gonna lay on a mat a little bit uh, in this thing. They work they work Larry Zabisco's shoulder and arm for the bulk of the match. Yeah, I mean the bulk of it. They were Larry. Larry was Larry. I guess was working about a minute tonight, but he was out there trying to put in some time, even though he laid on the mat a lot. But what did you have from it? Um. You know, I didn't watch this match and think Pillman is small or too small. It's because he's not. Yeah. Uh, they, these guys get super sweaty. Uh, it's August in, in the South. Um, I was interested in watching Larry and Arn get after it. Um, and then we get something that normally doesn't happen. We have a match that ends in the commercial break. <laughs> uh, you want to describe that? Well, they, we come back from the commercial break and they're like, well, we said we'd keep the, the tape rolling and we did and the match is over. So let's show you what happened. Yeah. After working Larry Zabisco's shoulder and arm for the bulk of the match, Jim Ross comes back for commercial and they show Eaton dropping a knee on Larry's arm as Arn held it and the ref stopped the match. So during the commercial break, the ref stopped it. In fairness, the ref stopped the match. So, I mean, it's kind of it like broken. Yeah, but, and they do show it. Like, let's be clear. They show a replay. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is weird that they just didn't do it. Mm, right? That looked badass. But the thing of it is, is that you knew Arn and Bobby had to win. Otherwise, the segment before with Gordon, Gordy and Williams doesn't make any sense. Even less sense. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about it. Larry Zabisco never gets his comeuppance. No. No. <laughs> From the Dangerous Alliance. He's just, he's just put out to the pasture and that's that. 
Last thing we're going to do before we get out of here as far as the review portion of the show is we got Vader and Harley Race. Uh, Jim Ross is wrapping things up, and then he throws to a promo from them. Uh, here that is. It's uh, pretty quick. Here we go. Here we go. I told the world, and I'm telling you again, I'm telling you, Bill Watts, no. there was high, no way, drop rate. It's like going into New York City, expecting to play the Yankees, and then the Dodgers show up. There's something crazy about no. all of this. No, it's no, Vader's making no excuses, Ron Simmons. You are the heavyweight world champion, but Vader, he fears no man, and he feels no pain. Ron Simmons, you were an All-American. Vader was an All-American. You started this war, and now Vader is going to end it, brother. I'm coming after you. I want it back. I want it back around my waist. Come and get me, Ron. I'm standing right here. Let me tell you something yes. else, Simmons. You started this war, and this man yeah. right here is going to end it. We're not going to stop it short. Over. Like they did it, it, isn't isn't over. it isn't over. It isn't over. Some very strong comments from Big Van Vader. And that's kind of how uh, JR is going to wrap up the show, but that's kind of how they go off air on that note. So um, that was a good comment by Vader. You know, we thought we were playing the Yankees, and we ended up playing the Dodgers. Fair enough, or what? Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like what he said. Come and get me, Ron. Ron doesn't have to do shit. He's the champ. That's true too. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. All right. On that note, we're gonna um, hand out the Rolex. I'm sorry, the Toot Toot Award, oh. and uh, we'll rate this episode. Before we do so, want to remind you: the only way to listen to all of our Patreon content is by going to tinyurl.com. Slash Patreon BTT. Be like the cool kids and become a patron and get all that extra gold that's out there on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Over 400 plus Patreon exclusive shows are waiting in the wings for you there. Tales from the Territories episodes, Dark Side of the Ring, all of the WCW pay-per-views and clashes that we've done to this date. We've got a Clash 20 coming up uh, in a couple of weeks that will be airing. So that'll only be available on Patreon. That was a very memorable one. Lots of stuff available. The NWA Power Shows with Sparks and the Little Fella Half Pint. ECW Shows with Mike Prue, JV, and Rick Beebe are available there on Patreon. TinyURL.com slash Patreon. BTT, the best way to support this show. Doc, we're going to rate it. And I, I got well, Let's rate it really quickly because there's something I need to play for y'all tonight before you get out of here. And I know you got to wrap up soon. Uh, what are you going to rate this one? Uh, I'm going to give it an A. Just an A. Okay. Ben Hammer beat Ben Hammer beat Tracy, brother. Yeah. Well, say no more. Uh, Hopper, your thoughts? I give this an A. We saw Ron Simmons win the whole damn thing unexpectedly. Right. Right. No one saw this coming. Not who? How could you? No one saw this coming. You couldn't have. I mean, look at those people's reaction Dude, when they, they walked were. into that fucking arena they had no idea they were going to see this they went nuts Mm -hmm. and it was phenomenal yes uh i'm with you i think i have to definitely give it an a um i mean ron simmons won the title and it was a surprise but even though it was a surprise it made perfect sense sting was injured he couldn't fight bill watts tells a hell of a story says no you paid for a world title match you're gonna get a world title match here it is it all made sense so i'm with you ron simmons um, I'm sorry, it gets an A. 2-2 to war. This feels easy. Ron Simmons? 
Yeah, Bill Watts was in the consideration. Jake was in the consideration, but Ron Simmons broke, broke, made history. Any other episode, Jake Roberts' promo gets it. Oh, yeah, 100%. dude. Yeah, bro. That's, mm. that's in the top percentile of promos we've ever discussed on this show. What about Jake right. driving and socializing? Jip jiving and socializing. Yeah, that'd be good too. <laughs> you think that's probably the best promo we've seen since the Crockett days, you think, huh? I mean, Rick's had some good ones when, you know, it double Crockett A. days in yeah. Double A had some. I mean, we we've seen some we've seen some good ones. I'll never forget Ole when he first came back and they were like baby faces, him and Arn and they're in like their barbecue attire, like they're going to a barbecue or something. And Ole says, we're going to do somebody in. And it's like, dude, you're a baby face, but you're going to do somebody in. I don't know. There's just stuff like that that we've heard that was phenomenal as well. But um, I I do have to say like that, that promo is just so damn good. So damn good. Um, All right. On that note, uh, this wraps up the review portion of the show. Doc, before we get out of here, You've got to hear this. Is this why you haven't been returning texts and messages lately? As you've been playing, uh, play. You've been out there covering events and getting some audio. I have no clue what you're talking about, but I was privy to a very entertaining conversation that is not real between AI Jim Ross and AI Bill Watts. Now, our wonderful, faithful supporters on Patreon are well aware of this because they they heard this drop on Patreon in the recent weeks or about a month ago from this airing. But I just, this is phenomenal. Like these two had this conversation, AI Bill Watts and AI JR. And I just, I, it was just great stuff. So here it is. You know, Bill, I appreciate everything you did to help me out in my career. I hear a butt coming from you, JR. Yeah, Bill, here's the thing. Did you always have to be a complete asshole and prick? I'm the asshole and prick. I'm the one who made JYD, a black man, my baby face star in my territory. I'm also the one who put the WCW World Heavyweight title on Ron Simmons right after I took over in WCW. You tell me how I am an asshole. Oh, for fuck's sake, Bill. The fact that you made a black man your top star and that you made a black man world champion has nothing to do with you being an overbearing prick when on commentary with me in 1992 and 1993. Sounds to me like you're an ungrateful little shit, JR. Maybe you should praise me for putting over two black men as my top stars and stop crying like a little bitch because you felt I was overbearing on commentary. Bill, will you shut the fuck up and stop blowing yourself about how you and only you put over black men as your top stars? I'm having a different conversation about your micromanagement and tyrannical management style, and all you want to do is blow yourself about putting over black men. Meanwhile, you're a racist prick. I'm a racist? I put over Simmons and JYD. We get it, Bill. You found Jesus, and you think you're perfect. You want to read me some scripture that helps you deal with your problematic issues you have as a flawed human being? As a matter of fact, I do. Let me go to John 16, 33. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take. Oh, will you shut the fuck up? I heard what you said about the book in the territory, guys. You want to thump your Bible because it makes you feel good, but in the same breath, you said fuck Mills, fuck Harper, and fuck Doc. You've turned into a rude little shit, JR. I actually said fuck Crockett and fuck Mills. So you do admit to cussing those fine Christian athletes and podcasters? You know Harper is actually a Catholic white boy from Metairie. 
That's a first for you. You admitted to using cuss words. I didn't admit to shit, JR. I was on Steve Austin's podcast, and he asked me about that podcast, and I gave my honest fucking opinion. Speaking of honest opinions, I have honestly wanted to tell you my opinion of you for many years. Frankly, you're an asshole, and I agree with Doc Harper and Mike when they call your booking out. You agree with who, JR? I agree with Doc Harper and Mike from Booking the Territory. They were very fair but critical of your early booking in WCW in July and August of 1992. And unlike you, those guys aren't raging fucking assholes. What the fuck ever? I don't care. The fact of the matter is, I made JYD my top star, and I put the strap on Simmons. You know, Bill, you'd be a great politician. You deflect and avoid like the best of them. Why are you bringing up politics, JR? I thought booking the territory was a politics-free zone. So you do listen to booking the territory? Fuck you, JR. Now let me finish my scripture line that your little ass should live your life by. John 16.33 says... I don't give a shit what John 16 or 33 says. Admit that you listened to Booking the Territory and that you know what Grizzly did. You're really testing my patience now, JR. Jesus is my Lord and Savior and this conversation is over. Oh, and one more thing. Fuck Harper, fuck Mills, fuck that woke bitch Doc, and fuck Crockett too. All right. Um, thoughts um, on your opinion the of it? future of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> On the upside, I have a feeling that we're not too far off from having AI Harper do the show with you and me so that we don't have to wait for him. Um, I don't know. It's not as easy as it may seem. Okay. In real well, that time. Was, that was certainly something. You would, you would have to know what you, you're going to ask Harper ahead of time. I don't know that ever. And how then you have to you? plug it in and generate the audio and then drop it into the shows. No. Okay, never mind. It's but the, the, trust me the thought has crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah. Do you type all that in or does the AI just come up with that? The robots, dude. Um, I'm not at liberty to discuss that at this oh, moment in time. I you can, uh, motherfucker. I know who's mach- behind it. Machine learning. It's fucking Lance, isn't it? <laughs> Why do Generate. you always attack because Lance? Because he's pissed off because they didn't have Chris Von Eric in the fucking movie. And he, That's and right. That's just what he does. What a Generative AI, machine learning, we're all doomed. Yeah. All right. On that note, uh, we hope you, um, enjoyed ai bill watts and ai jim ross tonight and their conversation uh you can hear more of things like that on patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt uh, we've been privy to uh, another one of their conversations that um will be available on patreon just sign up tinyurl.com slash patreon btt doc any thoughts before we get out of here let's go all right hopper hit the tagline let's roll Look it, bitch.